0: That symbol is used in German following long vowel sounds. So, no, know it's not anything it's not anyone's favorite thing to talk about the letters SS when you're talking about the Germans. So I just need to mention that <laughs> nice, at, least, nice knowledge, at yeah. least two of the members of this podcast are anti Nazi.
1: Alright, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby, David Smith. Gentlemen, welcome.
2: What's up, guys? I'm Brian, saying welcome, even though we're recording in a new Brian location. Mocking me.
1: Welcome How to so? week five. Well, he was like, as I was doing it, he was like bobbing his head with the cadence, and uh, then he said, David Smith. The review of week five of the Fantasy Premier League soccer season. Correct. The Shoot.
0: real season, not the fantasy season.
1: Oh. Uh, uh, but it coincides together. Like they, they are intricately, oh gosh. Good word. They are intricately. There you go. Uh, relate. Uh, uh, Interwoven, connected. Wow. This is how the pod's going to go. Oh boy. All the kicking. If you can't tell. Exciting chest <laughs> down action. It's chest been, down. Oh, the last 48 hours, <laughs> I've been a little sick. All right. Chest not feeling good. Chest down action, whatever that means. And uh, so, sorry, I apologize. Co- there might be some sniffles and coughs. It's and- code for a, for a, a sinus infection. <laughs> okay, sure. Your- anyway, Scott, continue.
2: I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in and say let's get to that Week 5 action Brian has been promising. We've Heck got yeah. a lot of ground to cover. Brian is prepared a, a, how to say that... It's less how to say and more like why to say, I'm sure. Right, Brian? Man, I
0: can't even... I don't even want to talk about it right now. All Let's right. Let's talk about other things.
2: All right. We'll wait. We'll wait. Uh, Dave's going to give us an Arsenal moment that I'm interested to hear. That's right. I've got a manager quote of the week and a fantasy half point that's going to come at the very end of the pod. Oh, boy. So
0: I'm we- going to deduct a half point at some point from... I don't want to tell you okay. that either. It's a surprise.
1: Brian right. is ready. He is. Surprise is all abound.
2: Dave, I think we should get on with the matches.
1: Hey, I can only start until Brian says. Get on with this. I mean, f- on with the match. On to the matches. You. Thank you.
2: For the first time, maybe in the history of our pod, we're going to start with a nil-nil score line. Yeah,
1: it's so true. Chelsea, we nil. Won.
2: Arsenal, nil. The goals, oh, wait, none. Just a red card to show for this one david Luiz. oh yeah
0: hey Uh, david yeah brian arsenal looked pretty good i wonder what was different this time Uh than other matches yeah what was different about arsenal this time
1: something that i've been screaming for fair or unfair i just want to go out and say
2: right now to everyone who's listening, we're going to use the name Kolasinitz for the next few minutes. And I need to explain that Kolasinitz is the guy that you hear on TV as
1: Kolasanak or Yeah. Now, did you hear during the game? I don't. Of course, I never remember the announcers. You probably do, since you always seem to, Scott. But bottom line is, during the game. This this match? During it had this. To be, it had to be no, Arlo. This,
2: no, it wasn't. It was Peter Drury. See, there you go. go I, ahead, knew I knew it. I knew it. Of course, you know it.
1: So during this match, it was said that sometimes he, the the announcer apologized and said we originally were saying the Anglican pronunciation, hmm. and we were saying Kolasinac. Mm-hmm. but he has now come out and said that he wants to be called Colasenac.
2: Okay. So. Which is very Spanish. None
1: yeah. of that sounded like Colasheenitz. Right. And so I'm like. Where's his actual pronunciation? Like if you're going to make that claim, where's his actual pronunciation of his name?
2: I mean, we sh- maybe we should just go with the tank. David Lewis with the
0: straight <laughs> red card in the match. I'm just saying it in the yeah, English, in the Anglican. Anglicized yes. version yes. Of, the, of the name. Of yes. course it's much different in his native tongue, oh. much more difficult than our weak English mouths could say.
2: <laughs> Whatever. Speaking of David Lewis, uh, lucky, lucky boy, not to have gotten sent off earlier in this match. Seriously, he decided to atone for that error by getting a second red card in the same match.
1: Uh, whose Whose ankle did he take out? It was. I don't it remember. Was, it was Koloshinitz. Oh yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, that's right. he and Koloshinitz had a run in earlier where they went shoulder to shoulder on the ball. Surprisingly, I think it was the angle. but Koleshinits actually seemed to get the worse of it.
2: Well, but I don't not think that was their as... first
1: two run ins.
2: No, no, certainly though, not. They're
1: on the day, in, well, but. But Louise Con- is red. I mean, come on, man. But
0: Antonio Conte says, look what happened in the buildup to the, to the red card. He said it was Sanchez that provoked, like insinuating that Sanchez is the one that provoked the response, that, that Alexis Sanchez should have been given a you- foul earlier, just, just prior, like immediately prior to Louise uh, kicking Koloshinitz's ankle
1: straight to hell. Well, be, because, because if Sanchez doesn't get a call, that instantly gives you the right to then try to break someone's ankle. Is that right, Conte? Well, I think
0: what he's saying is if the whistle had blown, Louise isn't running up the sideline making the bonehead play. Right. It's as though it would have never happened. Mm, sure. Fair I enough. mean, coulda, shoulda, woulda. Listen, file it away. This is a third game in a row. So, there's so many times that happens.
1: This is a third game in a row. A Chelsea player's gotten a red card, and and I it's if I can remember correctly, I don't think anyone's was arguing any of the red cards. I think they were all valid. So, you know, he he wants to bring that up, like the referees have something against him. Hey, why don't you just tell your guys how to play, Jose Conte? Jose, I I, I don't even know if Mourinho would have brought something like that. Up. Oh yeah, he would have. Maybe he, he would have. Are you
2: gonna do a moment? Well, let's speak to the action. I mean, this was a weird one because nil-nil. Well, all the defenders got all the points, which you could have prepared. You know, you could have predicted, I guess, to some I degree. I thought this would end in a nil-nil. Yeah, I mean, it's fair, but I mean, there were still a lot of points scored from the two clubs in this match because a lot of people play defenders, no matter yeah. who the matchups are. If you're
1: if you're owning Chelsea Probably. defenders, yeah, if, or you, own, defenders. if you own Kalashnyuk, you're playing him, and and if you're playing. Any of the Chelsea, if you owned any Chelsea defenders, you would have played
2: them. You play them all the time. So there were still points out there. Obviously, any of the attacking options, not so much. You might have thought you'd get you'd get more, but but yeah. that didn't happen here. Yeah. Doesn't change anything about anything regarding the players in these two matches. Except it was nice to see Lacazette get out there and get some playing time. And obviously, if you own him, you should still feel pretty good. He he looks like he belongs. Oh, he should have yeah.
1: scored. Arsenal. He he arguably had the best chance. The Ramsey shot that went off the post. And the rebound, kind of, uh, I guess he he wrong-footed himself. But bottom line is he couldn't get enough of the ball to just kind of poke it in. I mean, he, I mean, I don't know, Brian. He's probably a candidate for the wasteful player of the week. Well,
0: Lord. it just stinks for him because it was it was right there. And Ramsey's moved to the to you know, he kind of
1: blundered his way through and you, somehow got there. You know there. what it was? And this is not a basketball podcast. He managed nobly his way. Yeah, he to did pass people. Like he just kinda slowly like kinda plotted through like no one expected him to do it. Next thing you know he's got a he's got a toe poke. He probably surprised himself. He probably could have got a better shot on goal.
0: I think there should be a category for the for football slash soccer players of Manu Genoblying. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope everyone understands what that is. That should be worth that should be worth some bonus points.
2: <laughs> I think the other half point that we don't give out every week this week should go to Dave for his manage nobly refer- yep. reference. Oh wow, thanks. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Welcome back, Eden Hazard. Even if it yeah. was just for a little while. Who's buying him? That's what I was gonna ask you. How many goals or accumulated other good things is he going to have to do before you'll buy or think about at least
1: him? one probably for me.
2: Uh you know, I'm gonna wait till after the next international break. That's two matches.
0: That's probably fair.
1: That's a good that's a good call. Yeah.
0: Well, he's gonna get more time because uh Pedro was subbed at halftime with an ankle injury. That the best Antonio Conte could say about it is that he hopes it's not serious.
2: How fast can I get Hazard for Pedro in our draft league on waivers?
0: Uh, I don't know. Is he available? There's no
1: Hazard? No,
2: he's no been one on, drafted he's been, him. I'm sure yeah, I drafted him. He's been. Oh on my come bench. on, man! So why on would that. you do something like that? He's
1: been on my bench. I've been waiting Unreal. for him to come back. This Unreal. was a bit of a.
0: This was a bit of a. Um, uh, well, on Exploding Groin Fest, I feel
2: like just... Yeah, well, no, I mean, right. I as mean that as a... Soccer as
1: adult film. I just mean that Seriously. As a, yeah, okay. This is not an adult <laughs> film podcast. What I mean
2: exploding is... Exploding
0: Groin. I'm using groin injury generally to speak of all injuries. <laughs> right. Okay, okay. But there's just a lot of injuries in this match. Kolasina's lucky to not get one. Welbeck He's goes a out with... He's a tough dude, man. Welbeck goes out with a groin injury. Ozil, who I thought you were going to talk about already... Did not even make the squad because of knee knee inflammation.
2: (laughs) Ramsey, to your point, Dave, to your credit from previous weeks, Ramsey, I think, had the impact he had because
1: Urzel was off the pitch. Well, it's interesting. I don't know. This is what I think. I think, especially from the Liverpool game, Ramsey was so heavily criticized. I think they actually went back and watched film, showed how often he was out of position, away from Jaka, leaving him out of position, and they were able to counterattack. Chelsea's obviously amazing at counterattacking, just like Liverpool is. To Ramsey's credit, he ended up getting man of the match. He stayed at home. He stayed disciplined with Jaka in front of the back three, and that gave them control of the midfield. And, and it, he, he Ars- took...
0: He took good. He took his opportunities and he at did. the
1: right time. That's correct. You're exactly right. He was smart about when he took his opportunities. He wasn't just this rampaging person out there. And I also think this. I think he had to do less. Maybe Scott. To your point, with Welbeck,
3: Lacazette, Lacazette and Awobi,
1: Awobi mm-hmm. and Welbeck's work rates up and down the sides mm-hmm. are way higher than Ozel's. And so, anyways, they were able to 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 compensate for that we need to move on we I, you know I, of course i could stay on this game for forever this I'll is not this, arsenal fan tv Dave. this is not hey but Robbie shout out to you hey listen does chelsea miss costa i have two <laughs> questions does does chelsea miss costa no. and does arsenal need
2: ozil can i tell you what the dumbest debate in the premier league right now is is whether or not chelsea's mean enough with marata instead of costa oh yeah stupid
1: h- 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 how much did you hear how often did you hear uh Murata is such a nice guy. He's so guy. nice. There's no way. I mean, he's pretty enough Chelsea to be an Arsenal just player. He loses that steal with, no, they with Murata out Give there. Give me a break. Like Murata was just walking around, just caressing guys' faces.
0: Is that know? why all the other guys are getting red cards? Is because they're kind of tough enough? <laughs> <up? laughs> That's exactly right. I mean, great point. Yes. Do. Hey, um, Dave, I do have a a real question for you about Arsenal Football Club. Oh, yeah. Um, Arsenal defenders, yeah. In, in the short term. Yes. Arsenal's schedule is very nice.
1: Okay. It's West Brom, Hove Albion, at Watford, at Everton. It is real nice. Yeah. And you so, are correct, so my, if Ramsey plays a dif, you know, a disciplined game.
0: Well, my question is about the defenders. I'm I'm assuming you're ignoring Hector Bellerin because he's too expensive. Yeah, I agree completely. But so are you are you interested at all in Nacho Monreal? Is he is he dead weight? it I, seems like everyone is hating, of, of anyone, the, people, the person that's getting hated on almost as much as Ozil is f- from everywhere else is Nacho. Do you buy him at all, or is the way in K- Kolasinitz or Koshelny?
1: Well, you didn't mention the one guy I was going to mention. That's Mustafi. Well, okay, the guy that scored a not-goal goal. Well, he's 5.4. He's the cheapest. Okay. Mustafi
0: so, is the cheapest? I believe so. Is he, is he nailed down? Yeah, I think
2: he is. Nailed
1: on? Nailed in? He's got sixes in his last two matches. And I think he's going to stay. I
2: don't care if you're in form or out of form. If Arsenal earns a clean sheet, those points score the same for any defender who's on that's the pitch.
1: That's true. And every, he's good for a, occasional I'm just header.
0: thinking that he and Nacho are the two cheapest who've been
1: What's Nacho's
2: price? Five and a half.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I,
0: for I, that's the thing. For all the hate that Nacho's getting... The the defense was nice in this match, yeah. and the players played uh, to the what you would expect. I think of them; they're just yeah. very. It's it's a bit unlucky for them to not have left with three points. Yeah,
1: I'm not sure. I'm look again. We could continue to talk about this. Is this is this Chelsea's fault? Is this Arsenal's fault? I, I think Arsenal played like I. I think most people think they can, and
2: you know, Arsenal but- came into Stamford Bridge with a game plan and and a tough minded. Uh, uh, Nature about them And they earned a
1: point I have something to say about that exact point In my Arsenal moment Go ahead Dave Let's have an Arsenal moment Whether you like it or not Go ahead Dave I'm going to have a bowel movement (laughs) There are three things I would like to discuss today Number one Why won't anyone mention that Arsenal have gone unbeaten Four out of the last five matches with Chelsea Three Three of those four being wins Yes, you could argue that it was just an FA Cup final, and it was just a Community Shield. But if you watch the games, like I did, both teams were giving everything to win both of those games. It was also Arsenal's beatdown of them in the beginning of last year that spurned the formation change that eventually led to Chelsea, led Chelsea to the title. Number two. Sunday's game proves that Ozil is not needed and is a liability. I've said this before and I will say it again today. If Arsenal is going to play this 3-4-3 formation, there is no place for Ozil in it. And even if the formation changes back to a back four, he has never had any type of defensive work rate and does not belong in the team, in my opinion. Number 3. Arsenal can't compete for the title this year with the current Manchester teams as Currently, they exist. But they can compete for a top four. And unless injuries happen, United and City will battle it out for the championship this year. And for me, in Arsenal terms, this just isn't good enough. Arsenal does not have an owner who demands enough out of his manager and his players and doesn't do the club any favors in the transfer market.
0: Mesut Ozil, I hope he scores a goal in the next match when he starts. And then... He'd be the most amazing, expensive EFL Cup
2: midfielder for Arsenal. That was the most vengerish of Arsenal moments you've ever had. You think? You were very emotionally detached, Dave. Uh,
1: Well, honestly, I didn't know what to think about this weekend's game. Yeah, was I happy that we went in Stamford Bridge and got a point? Yeah. It's a good point. But honestly... We were close to winning that match. You know what? Burnley and everyone did. Everyone going into it. That's true.
2: Burnley went into Stanford Bridge and got
1: three. I know. Everyone going into it just assumed that Arsenal was going to get trucked two or three to nothing. And so, honestly, I think most people leaving the match probably believed that, you know, and both teams both had their, arguably their best player not playing. So,
2: better point for Arsenal than for Chelsea. No yeah, question. No, that's fair. Manchester United 4, Everton nil. The goals coming from a Valencia Thunder volley. Man. Henrik McTarian, Romelu Lukaku, and Anthony
1: Martial, and a PK all poured in late. Uh, Scott, on, on the Mount Rushmore in Brian's soccer football world, it's it's Gilfie Sigurdsson first. Uh-huh. And right after him is Antonio Valencia.
0: I love Antonio Valencia so much that I, I don't own him.
2: <laughs> the really, really grotesque part about that Mount Rushmore is that Andy Carroll's groin is last. That's not on it, there yes. anymore.
1: Uh, well, again, it, it, Andy Carroll has his own show on Brian's adult, adult soccer player state you know, exploding groin you're, show. You're soccer getting, as adult film. You're Get it getting right. perverted uh, here. I, I Look, was all twisted.
0: That none of that is true. After you said Valencia. There's only one piece of news for this match, David. Yes, and that is. It's Paul Pogba being the one guy on the team in the entire list that you can't say returned some kind of good points. Why?
1: Well, because he wasn't on the
0: field? That's true. You're right. That's exactly why. Why wasn't he? He's. Champions League. He's got an exploited groin. He exploded his hamstring. Oh, oh, you're so close. It's right near the groin. Yeah, sure. That but, is one of the most amazing things. It's the perfect thing that could happen to Jose Mourinho to have this injury and be able to say things like, I don't know if it's 12 weeks or 12 days. Nobody knows the extent of this injury. If you've heard any number attached to this, it's fake news. Really?
2: Yeah. Awesome.
0: It's a muscular injury in the hamstring.
1: That's all we know. It's one of those light hamstring pulls that one day you wake up and it's a little tweaked. The next day you wake up and it feels great. No, but what's a Paul
2: Pogba owner supposed to do? This is exactly the problem.
1: I don't know. I am a Paul Pogba owner. Well, And I want to tell everyone this because this is what I've been struggling with. There's no one, first of all, two weeks ago, and again, this is what happens if you don't jump on the train early. Two weeks ago, he and McTarion were the same price. Mm -hmm. When Pogba got injured, and I didn't pay attention quick enough, he -hmm. is now 8.1 and McTarion's 8.5. So he has dropped. McTarion has gained. And that that is, I mean, you can't one for one change that out. Is this enough for you to say that you are wrong about Pogba? No, it's awful early. Listen, if we can look at the, we can easily look at the career stats of games played who plays more normally? And, of course, you know, listen, if I wouldn't have made this bet, this exploding hamstring would have never happened. Well, I'm just Me sad. Me betting Pogba not getting injured as much as McTarion.
0: Well, luckily you baked it into your, into your original bet. So you saved it. yourself that way, and it's, and it's just sad that we won't get to see Premier League uh,
2: Neymar for at least a few more weeks. I just hate the fact that we have no injury protocol that can be reliable for us to be able to use for fantasy Premier League
1: play. The, the the only other guy that I would that is near the Pogba price at this point that's worth picking up that you maybe you can afford because McTarion at point four badillion dollars is now way too expensive. Gilfie Sigurdson, if his price drops anymore to a eight point two, you're one tenth of a point away from selling Pogba, picking up Gilfie, and now Everton has finally made it. Finally made it to their easy stretch. They've gone through the murders row. What's amazing? Is even they even got the the sympathy for Mourinho. Yeah, Jose never gives that out.
2: No, it's true. I just here's the thing. I am I am pro Everton this season. If they had played this stretch of matches in November, in December, they probably would have fared better. But there's still a collection of individuals trying to figure out how to be a team. And they weren't prepared to play these top four clubs in this stretch like not, they did. Not this quick. Not this early in the season.
0: Well, and it also it probably says a lot about the mentality of the team to kind of late collapse. Like, they were in it
1: for a while.
0: Yeah. For a long while. They well, were in it for... they so, were in So it. was
1: Swansea when they played United last week. I think it was last week.
0: Right. So, I mean, it just kind of stinks for them. That,
2: yeah. yeah. The, the scoreline is a little unfair well you can add united to the teams who are passing the 10 minute test right the last 10 minutes they are very strong yeah and and everton folded when rain rooney went off the pitch everton folded like a piece of paper and that's just and and united poured three more goals in to pad some fantasy scores across the world well
1: and i think inherently they know Uh, that they're competing on a weekly basis with how many goals can we score because City's scoring that many, too. That's absolutely true. Would
0: you guys like to buy one of my free Calvert-Lewin t-shirts? Can that guy get back on the field, please? He He needs to.
2: He needs to.
0: I don't know. In
1: this type of a game, I'm not sure he'd have made a difference. In the upcoming game, I mean, let's, let's be honest, Sandra is horrible.
2: Uh, no, here's the thing. Calvert-Lewin played forward, and Rooney it gave him the ability to drop back and have somewhere to advance the ball when he got it. Right now, he doesn't have that ability to do that because everyone's back with Rooney. Yeah. And so uh, you could say it has something to do with who they're playing against. Again, I'm not overreacting. I am at the point though where I want to see them come together for one match. If they come together for a match, I'm willing to risk losing that one match's worth of points before I jump on the Everton bandwagon with my fantasy lineup. It's going to happen. It's just a matter yeah. of when, and I need to see it once before I believe. Hey, I want
1: to ask this. Did United seem to miss Pogba at all?
0: Uh, Maybe a little bit. They can't Is, not miss was him. Was the
1: impact of Pogba and Ozil the same? Like no. no. No one missed him? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. If Pogba wouldn't have been in the field, they would have won 4 nothing. If he wasn't on the field, they would have won 4 nothing.
2: I don't know if you can say that. They might have done a little better in the first 85 minutes when they were up one nothing.
1: Maybe. It's I speculation.
2: Mean, sure. Wayne Rooney looked like he wanted to score at Old Trafford yeah. against his former club. He played really well. Honestly, Everton lost, and the scoreline does not flatter them at all. But for 85 minutes of this match, they didn't look poor. They looked pretty close to level with United, it was literally a moment of magic from Antonio Valencia. That was that was the difference. That was it. Everton held strong; they just couldn't hold strong for ninety
1: full minutes. How yeah. long is it gonna take till Phil Jones' price continues to go up and up? That he's he's the easiest way into their their. I mean, how many weeks do I have to What's say? What's his price? It's five point one. Yeah, it's but it's continuing to go su- up. He is the easiest stayed way. Stayed
0: at five point one this long. Yeah. He is
1: the easiest way into the United defense and. They just keep continue to churn out clean well, sheets.
2: I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm looking at Alan Neom in my lineup and I'm planning to sell him. He's done nothing for the last few weeks. He's at five. Yeah. I've got a I've got a few tenths in the bank. There you go. Phil Jones might be going into my lineup for Alan it, Neom. It That's makes my sense. buy. It
1: makes sense.
2: My buy sell of the week. Uh and Neom, to give him credit. I mean he started six nine eight one one since then.
1: I'll also say this. Again, we we've we said this. A month ago, ever don't buy any Everton defenders until after they finish the United game. Yep, it's over. Jagielka is a five. Ooh, he's been playing. So Everton now, they're. Finally- I like
2: Everton better.
1: Well, again, I know you do. United it's, is
2: hard just, to I, hard to buy.
0: It just makes me nervous for anybody that's not Michael Keane, uh, Ashley Williams. What with a secured spot or Leighton Baines.
1: For well, they've been playing a back three. So yeah. Williams, Keene, and Jagielka have been in the back three, and Baines has been playing up on a wing. So they, so they, they have been playing.
2: Well, that's fine, Dave.
1: But, well, <laughs> I'm just trying to give you some form of analysis,
2: Brian. S- sticking to Manchester. Watford nil. City six. Good Lord. On paper, this was the best match of the weekend. He had two top four clubs. Yes, it's <laughs> September. Yes, it's September. He had two two top four clubs, and Watford was at home. So in theory, eh, he had a chance for a match here. Six goals from the Citizens, three of them from Sergio Aguero. Jesus couldn't get left out. He got one. Mendy even got one, and Raheem Sterling was gifted a penalty kick opportunity.
1: You want to know why this result happened? The extent of this result. Most people probably would have guessed and or predicted that city would have won I would
2: have guessed maybe two nil or two one Kiko Femenia, <laughs> Brian yeah
0: Kiko did, did not play Kiko did not even make the bench <sighs> Kiko's mis- mystery head injury must have been something enough enough <sighs> that was serious to keep him off the the guaranteed for game.
1: guaranteed and that guy and I don't need to say it I mean listen I, I think he'll be back out next week. 4.5. How do you know? There's no injury protocol to give you any confidence in that. Yeah, sure. Well, you're right in my sources. $4.5 billion.
2: Your source better be Kiko Feminia or Marco Silva in order to be something I can trust.
1: Before this game, his last three games that he played was 8, 8, and 11 from a defender. Oh, yeah, he great. That. Anyways, everything else is great about City. It's just, Other than Aguero, do you feel great about starting anyone else? I mean,
2: Aguero and Jesus are both scoring.
1: Yeah, uh, Jesus
0: has not played more than 81 minutes. Yeah. So the Premier League reminded us this week. But they also said, as you've seen already, that Aguero, if Aguero's going to rest, he's going to rest a lot. So the possibility of him being rested for an entire match is possible
2: because it's already happened. What am I doing, Brian? You're Here waving he goes, your head about
0: wildly. yes.
2: Jesus put nine on the board three matches ago in eighty-one minutes. He put twelve on the board in fifty-six minutes. He put six more this past week on the board in sixty-four minutes. Jesus, it doesn't even matter how many minutes he plays. True, he's the he is a rare exception to that rule about how many uh, how many minutes gives you opportunities because he's going to score no matter how it's long he's just playing. a caution. Even if he doesn't start, if he's on the bench, yep. he's going to come in and score.
1: He might. It's just look. Sure, Aguero and Jesus. It doesn't take any. I mean, we're not helping anyone out with, with that. I mean, everyone can look at that and see it, right? But well, everyone has already transferring hundreds, of, him in. almost five
0: hundred thousand people have bought Aguero yeah. already this week. So chasing those hat tricks. My point. He's going to get another hat trick this hey, listen, week. You just watched. He's
1: so expensive. They're having to do two transfers. So either either using two transfers or they're they're dropping. Minus points.
2: Or they're dropping Lukaku. It will oh, be crazy. God.
1: I just, I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to trust Silva? Are you going to trust Sane? No, they're, maybe. They're, uh, Silva, keeps yes. Keep coming. Which I mean, one, Sane? Why, why not Silva? You gave me a maybe on Sane. I Sané. gave you a maybe on Sane. Okay, his last four games. 2-1-13-1. One, one. Eh. Yeah, sign me up for that trusting- guy. You're not trusting david silva what else does this guy have to do i was gonna say that well i was gonna grow his hair back out okay david silva (laughs) that's a a good but listen even (laughs) even with silva his last four two six three eleven obviously it's not horrible right i just feel like he's i don't know man maybe he's uh, the james milner that just always finds his way into the lineup even when he's not the most talented guy out there i mean okay Hold the bus. He is extremely talented, but I'm just saying athletically when you put him next to De DeBrown, uh, Silva, Sterling, Aguero, Jesus, he is the least uh, physically talented guy out there. Now, obviously, there's a lot more to playing football than that.
0: You're right. You're comparing his athleticism to Sergio Aguero's. Right. That he's not as physically gifted, and he's shaved head. That's correct. And so you don't trust him. Listen, he's now a that.
1: fellow bald. I respect
2: that. With Manchester City, yes, you've got a strong rotation that's affecting the scores. You're going to have bad scores among every City player that you list if you list the last four, except for maybe Sergio Aguero right now. But if, if they score four... Even three, anywhere from three to six goals a week, it almost doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, it's probably going to be the same few guys involved nearly every single
2: time. KDB, my boy, scored six more, Dave. You buying him yet?
1: Nope. Your loss. Nope. Your loss. Let him rot. Your loss. <laughs> hey, should we have all gotten together and had a, a prayer meeting for, for Gomez?
0: For her li- holy Elias? Her hair uh, a Yeah. Uh, he's, Gomez. I mean, I guess if he would have accepted felt, it. I
1: kind of felt bad for Anytime a goalkeeper lets six in... I, I mean, come on, man! I just feel bad for him because it's not his fault.
0: Watford, uh, despite the fact that they got completely destroyed, uh, they were playing. Uh, they they looked like they were still playing at least through most of the match. Uh, Holobos, that guy's garbage, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy, his when he he talk about intent and intentional plays, he went into kdb on the sideline with intent with yes. clear intent at one point did you hear man, that andrew clear intent that is that i just think seeing something like that happen i mean kevin de seems like a nice enough fella he was not happy about it i mean he got up immediately got in his face immediately don't do that to me man i'm sure that's what he said to yeah. him right away yeah yeah but i mean miguel brito's brito's britos miguel britos red card for the same yep. kind of tackle on the sideline with yep. for with for on anthony knockard a few weeks ago like the that's trash that's trash play yeah you well, own, what more it,
2: do you expect from watford if you
0: own jose holobas on your team you it's a knock on your
2: on your personal character yeah, yeah. i like i like uh marco silva but i mean I was say, watford you, you you hated them signing Marco R- Silva.
1: R-I-P. Kike Sanchez.
2: I'm
1: never letting it go. Hey, real quick. We have never established this award, but I'm going to establish it fully after this podcast because I was just thinking about it. Wait, do we need to vote on something? Well, no, no, no. There's, there's not going to be voting on this. Okay. Because... Gomez would have would have won this award, and every once in a while, when a goalkeeper lets in six goals, I just feel bad for them. Is it have to do with Brad this, Guzan? Yes, this <laughs> takes me back. It's going to be the Brad Guzan award, and it was one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite stats of all time. Aston Villa gets beat by Chelsea eight to nothing, and I believe that Guzan had like fifteen saves. Okay, so the, the numbers are just mind blowing, right? It's almost like like he literally was playing without a defense. So if we would have had if I would have had an established award, I would have given it to Guza or to to Gomez, the Brad Guzon uh weekly. Award that, for Courage? Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> thank you. Very well. Very well done. It's birthed. The Brad Guzon <laughs> Award for Courage. Uh, maybe next time, Her
2: Helioho. Tottenham nil. Swansea nil. So. Who saw that coming?
1: Spurs are killing me. Wembley. Man. Spurs are killing me. Wembley in the Premier League. Every time I need the Spurs to just be to not be Spursy, they're Spursy, well, and that's what's so annoying. I don't know. unless Swansea is just better than we've given them
0: credit for. Which is it? Are they Spursy because they didn't score any goals at Wembley, or are they Spursy because they did the greatest level of attack that any team has ever seen in the Premier League? I'm, I'm not sure which is which because they're doing both at the same time.
1: You're right. You're right. I don't know that it, they, it had make... they had 74. They had 74.9 percent possession, 26 shots, eight on target, 11 corners. They played the entire game in the Swansea half. Yeah, it
0: was like 40 percent was played in their penalty area. Yeah, yes. might as well have been just. They might as well have kicked off right but, at the edge of but the they could right have, at the edge. Get it done. <laughs> Since 2011, Spurs have won 10, drawn two, and lost none against Swansea.
2: Mm. This is the third draw against Swansea I was, since 2011. I was, so, on last week's pod, for those who were listening, Dave and I both bought Delhi Ali for Sadio Mane yep. while we were recording. Yep. I was very tempted to triple captain Delhi Ali for this match. I'm that was glad.
0: prior to them beating Dortmund. Right, At Wembley in the Champions League, which where was all of them looked like they were going to score a goal against Dortmund. That's exactly right. And so that not only not only were they coming off of good form against Everton, then they beat Dortmund, and then the train was rolling. Everyone said, "This is it. The Wembley We've curse finally, is over. We finally done it." And then,
2: not nothing. in the Premier League. It's no, unbelievable. It's absolutely true. I did not triple captain him for the record, and I'm glad that I didn't uh, because obviously it's a big issue. But the stats were just he- – this is one of those crazy stat matches compared to the actual score scoreline.
1: You did captain him, as did I, as did Brian. I, I thought that was funny that we all captained did him captain after, him. After the well, game started. It's also
2: why we also lost s- uh, points in the standings. Yeah. Just a bad <laughs> week, man. Tottenham recorded 75% possession, the highest since Opta's been keeping stats, 2003-2004 season. That's great. Swansea, three out of five matches, have not had a single shot in target. You asked if this is about Spurs being spurs if, if or if this is about Swansea not being a joke. And the answer is, it's more about Swansea. I legitimately believe that Paul Clement has a team that's fighting. Now, here's the thing. It's not good enough, and in about late October, early November, get tired. they're going to wear out. It's going to be a great time to have fantasy players who are opposed to Swansea. But right now, they're holding tough. And credit to them for doing so.
1: Fabianski, eight saves.
2: He has long been, for years, he's been a legitimate, he's kind of been on that one-to-two line for fantasy goalkeepers. Not quite a one, but a little better than a backup on your bench. Yeah. And
1: he's... Obviously, these kinds of numbers are good for goalkeepers. Fabianski had an 11 in the game. Yeah. yeah. His last four, one, seven, four, and 11. He is a 4.5 and, and Brian. And Swansea's schedule is not bad. Swansea's I'm, I'm upcoming schedule, this. and I wanted to bring Fabianski up. I, I try to highlight at least one or two players per match. Fabianski, who many people might not own. Brian, could you check the ownership? No. Fair enough. Uh But Fabianski is a $4.5 billion, Mm -hmm. and their upcoming schedule, Watford at West Ham, Huddersfield, Leicester City. So three out of the next four at home.
2: 5.7% ownership for Fabianski. Highest scoring goalkeeper right now in the fantasy premier league. Yeah. I might make that transfer this week. Lots
0: of folks jumped on... uh, Lots of folks jumped on two people in that were defensive players or listed as defenders in this match. One of them for Swansea, Kyle Naughton. Yeah. Tons of people jumped on him. Hey, they're
2: listening to us on
0: that one. Kyle but- Naughton ended up doing exactly what you would hope that he did, which was get a clean sheet in here. Another one was Ben Davis.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, Brian.
0: One of the most transferred in people for the entire
2: week, Scott. You blamed Dave. I did. Initially. For th- cursing him. I thought Dave bought him because yeah. that's the only reason why he wouldn't be in the lineup. That's hilarious. I'll
0: tell you what, good <laughs> thought.
2: You're
1: right in that.
0: Every every week is the temptation of subbing in more than one person, but this week subbing in Ben Davis seemed like it was a win-win-win no matter how many transfers you had already Absolutely. made. Absolutely. It seemed like it was the perfect time to get a guy. But trust the trust the injury protocol guys cuz Nothing (laughs) like hearing after the match Mauricio Pochettino saying it was a big knock that he got in his ankle against Dortmund. So that's why we had to rotate him out. You
2: all understand, right? I I mean, we had to do it. No, no. I have a primal scream in my body right now. Every match we're talking about the lack of injury protocol. This is ridiculous. Listen, the last time we yelled and screamed about an issue, we saw immediate progress. This is true. Fact. We do have some listeners in high places out there. The transfer window should be moving for next season. All credit to you, Scott. You led that charge. The injury protocol needs to happen. There needs to be a standardized list of designations that clubs must report on certain days each week leading up to match weeks. I agree. It has to happen for the sake of the league and for the sake of your fantasy Premier League. It's got to happen. This is ridiculous at this point. It is that, ridiculous. Cuz the ankle injury happened
0: versus Dortmund.
2: I'm go, like you're going to have you got 5 million plus people playing FPL. If they don't change this, that's it feels like cheating. When I buy a guy because he's the highest scoring defender in the in the league and he has a hidden injury that keeps him from even playing. That is ridiculous as it sounds. It's not fair. It's not fair.
1: It's true. Life is not fair, Scott. Uh, I'm I'm aware (laughs) of
2: that. But you know what? If fairness can exist and doesn't, then I'm going to be upset.
0: Fair. That is fair. Very fair. It's not a perfect world. I think we can all agree on that. Kieran Trippier lives another day uh, to start for Spurs. Because of the formation. True. But at least he didn't, I think the fear was he was going to get Subbed immediately that Serge Aria was going to come in kind of right away. That he had been so ineffective and he wasn't bad. He had probably one of their better chances in the second half. He had two total shots, he was 90% on his passing. Aria subbed on. Aria earned a penalty that was not given. Oh man. Uh, so true, especially because of the the reasoning behind not getting the penalty was that it was not because he didn't get kicked on the foot, which he did. That From Mike, behind, it's that Mike Dean ruled that he handled the ball prior to getting kicked, and so that's why he said he did not give the penalty. Huh? Not the best reason, I don't know Mike Dean. Uh, and also, Davinson Sanchez is a, a nice player. He's been good for Spurs since he's uh, since he's
2: come on, and he's come on right away, and he started immediately, Mm. and well, well deserved. Nothing changes about Harry Kane, Christian Eriksen, Deli Ali, right? Man, nothing, really, nothing. No, No, come on, Brian. Everyone,
0: everyone went screaming, running for Kane prior to the week sure of course his price went back up after it had dropped and now it's going to go back down again because he's not gonna
2: no yes people don't do that they will don't do that they're going to don't do it he can't score double digits every single match
0: their schedule is fantastic
2: keep them keep all of them i
0: will say too though they play west ham they play at west ham this week and remember what happened last year when they played west ham Andy carol's groin no, that's not, uh, that's not, I don't remember that being a part of the Something game. Something happened to Andy Carroll's groin, certainly. No, it was the game where they effectively lost their shot at winning the title. Oh, they were yeah. already behind. They lost, it was, it was the same situation that, that has been kind of with the Spurs all along. And uh, what looked like an obvious win for them going was into it? the match, it ended in a one nothing win for West Ham.
2: Liverpool won, Burnley won. Mohamed Salah for the Reds, Scott Arfield for the Clarets, Philippe Coutinho returns. Salah the elevator. Listen, if he scores like he did in this match, it, it puts to rest a little bit the wasteful comments that people like yours truly have been making about him because of all the opportunities that he's had. But well, he, he had a well-taken goal in this match.
0: Yep, yeah, not wasteful at all. It's everyone else
2: that's disappointing for Liverpool. If Sadio Mane had played, Liverpool would have gotten Uh, the three points. Oh, here we go. No question. No question. Why? Because Mane would have put one of those chances in. There's just no doubt in my mind that Sadio Mane would have given Liverpool a A ton of chances. One of the sad casualties for Burnley in the Tom Heaton, uh,
0: the missing Tom Heaton issue for Burnley, could end up being Ben Mee, who had two really great chances in the second half to at least go ahead for Burnley. Ben Mee's getting sold a, sh- uh, a lot. He's getting sold by a lot of people. Oh. And I just think that's wrong. I think Ben Mee's a good a Ryan, good player. There's other guys performing. I don't care, David. I'm saying that he's a nice man, and getting rid of him, I feel like, is a bit presumptuous. You is get-
2: selling him now the wrong thing to do? I mean, is his, is his stock going to rise? I
0: don't know that it will ever rise again.
2: Okay. Uh, you know, I'm just do you know saying. Who's, do you know who looked really good in this match? Scott nick, Arfield. Pope. nick pope yeah that's like eight saves for the pope how many people like okay so i don't own tom heaton uh burnley not quite what they've historically been defensively so i don't think this is the season to do the handcuff strategy for ben heaton and nick pope but if you did credit to you nick pope looked great yeah. tom heaton You said Ben Heaton. Did I say Ben Heaton? (laughs) How quickly you forgot. (laughs) Go back to Tom Tom, Heaton. Tom, me. Tom. There you go. Ben, me. Tom Heaton. Heaton. All right, fine. 35 attempts on
0: goal
1: for Liverpool. That's a lot.
2: 35.
1: How many? uh, That's almost. I mean, even though you got nine on target, that's sort of wasteful. It is wasteful, but we're not
0: giving the award out yet, Dave. Oh, okay. Is there any reason whatsoever to own any? I know that Liverpool had clean sheets there for a minute. Could, could you trust one guy in the whole defensive? You can the trust every other the week. defensive side?
2: Matip? Is he Matip's o- going to play. Is he's, he the he, only guy? He's the clear number one center back on the squad. No question about it, he is the number one center back.
1: Um, By the way, they would have lost this game without Matip being in the exact perfect spot to head a ball I know. off the line. Great, great Amazing header yeah. save. Yeah, you're
2: right. No question about it. Uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say, um, you know, again, in years past, Nathaniel Klein has been a mainstay at right back. But with his injury, there's a rotation there with Trent Alexander-Arnold, occasionally Joe Gomez. Yeah. Uh, it's Robertson just hard to tell. Robertson and Moreno yeah. share time on yeah. the left. Really, it's hard. It's hard to say. It, there's both a rotation issue with Liverpool and uh, right now they're not performing. They're not quite get, like it's not panic time. Right. A point at home to Burnley is not a terrible result. See Chelsea, right? However, this is a little bit of a string of results that aren't what Liverpool should be getting. And so until they hit their stride, I, I have no doubt that in a few weeks we're going to talk about own three Liverpool players again, defense or offensively. The answer to your question right now, Brian, is is no. Yep, I, I own one. I'm a Liverpool fan, and I own one Liverpool player right now, and that's Roberto Firmino.
1: Right. Yeah, me too. Hey, real quick, Chris Wood, man, last three games, six, nine, and two. He's legit. He didn't score this past week, but he did score today in the Carabao Cup.
2: He is legit, no question about it. Uh, I think that he's not a bad second slash third forward. Well, if you're going
1: heavy with like a Lukaku and a Aguero then absolutely. you could have Wood. Chris Wood Absolutely, yep. as, That's as a great
2: a choice, And he's clearly playing ahead of Vokes on yeah. a consistent basis. But he's
1: a better player if you watch. Absolutely you he's, a watch, he's a better player. There's
2: never been a doubt about that. That's absolutely true. Great choice, Dave, and I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, when You asked earlier, uh, Brian, about Eden Hazard. We talked about when to buy him. When do you buy
1: Philippe Coutinho? I don't know. Not yet, right?
0: I don't know how you do it.
1: No, it's just like it's got to be – be like Hazard, and even Sanchez. Show me some. Show me
2: something. And honestly, you know, get some playing time. Yeah, he, like,
0: Seriously. I, I mean, my the only thing with him is, I mean, when he's when he's fully healthy, he doesn't replace Mane, and he's and now that Firmino is officially their striker, mm-hmm. there's no risk to
2: Firmino. And you're not going to take Sala out.
0: Well, that's the only. That seems like the only other guy. Who could who that could possibly affect in that starting you know, in the starting midfield. I mean No, I feel like there's a spot
1: in front of the the four the the Sean Milner Winaldum. Henderson? Henderson. He he can play in front of one of those guys. I'm not saying Henderson, but I'm saying one of those guys.
2: He he's so different than any of those guys. So it really just depends on what Klopp wants to do.
0: If everyone is healthy for Liverpool and Adam Lallana is healthy,
2: healthy, I really wonder how amazing Liverpool is going to be in February. I agree. The question is, is it going to be too late? Yeah. For our fantasy lineups, it won't be, hopefully. <laughs> Huddersfield won. Leicester won the goals from Laurent de Poitre. How did I do? That's fine, I guess. Okay. All right. And uh, Jamie Vardy on a penalty kick. Jamie. By the way, let's...
0: Come oh, on, Jamie Vardy. What in the world is everyone doing? It's Jamie Vardy.
2: Of course he's going to score. Of course he's scoring goals. Who, why are people selling Jamie Vardy? I said on Twitter last week, Brian, in, in homage to your comment on last week's pod, not to do it. Don't sell Jamie Vardy. Keep him. He's good. Of course, I have to deduct a little bit for his weird scream after scoring this goal. <laughs> he's Right a nut. in Lursel's face. He's nuts. He's an <laughs> a- Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hey, Jamie Vardy left the game with eight minutes to go with a groin injury. Craig Shakespeare says, precaution, and should be good to go for Saturday.
2: Oh, okay. How reliable is that, Brian?
0: On the Why are you
2: doing this to me? On the
0: fantasy Premier League uh, injury <laughs> protocol scale from one to ten, one being typically reliable and ten being absolutely reliable, it's probably
2: about a four. Great. Glad to hear it. It
0: could be as high as a seven.
2: By the way, Huddersfield should have gotten all three points in this match. True. Elias Kachunga scored a legit second goal for Huddersfield. Yep. No doubt about it. Nothing you can do. Huddersfield should feel aggrieved at not getting two when more your points. shoelaces are offside, you're offside. I believe that's how it reads <laughs> in the rule book. Is that how the language is? I believe so. All right, very good. It
0: stinks for them.
2: Anything else in this match that we want not to talk about?
0: Even a little bit. Again. Congrats to everyone who rushed as fast as they could to buy Aaron Moy's one goal that he had to start the season. Uh, I don't know how you trust Huddersfield non-defensive players. Their
2: stock is not going up; it's only going down from here.
0: Uh, Munier also injured. Uh, so where are the goals going to come from? When I saw dealing with,
2: a, dealing with a calf issue, when I saw the goal go in. I was watching on a slightly smaller screen than normal. It wasn't on my TV. It was on a, a, a computer monitor. And I was like, oh, Mooney. Oh, De Dupois? De, 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 de yep. That That's put- might
1: be a candidate for how to say it coming up. Well, I think I've no. said it enough. No, no. wonder why, because it's French. And no we know Brian French. loves French names. Brian's all about the French.
2: and Legitimately, everything else is as it were, right? I mean, no big deal. Hunter Steele's stock is only going down. It was weird to see De out outmuscle
0: <laughs> Harry Maguire to score Yeah, that's goal.
1: That's true. He didn't toss him aside. But he definitely outmuscled him. him. He sort of body-screened him. He sort of body-screened him. Yeah. Yeah. Good call, Brian. Yeah. i not selling. don't know I'm what to think about that. You don't see Harry Maguire get out-physicaled nah, much. Not
2: worried about it. Not worried about it. He was off balance. That's the only, yeah, that's that's the the only right thing right. it could have been. Right, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Crystal, Crystal Palace nil. Southampton won the lone goal from Stephen Davis. Next. <laughs> this was like legitimately a boring way to start the day. The guy with the best score of the week this week in FPL uh, credits his
0: belief in Stephen Davis to the being the thing that pushed him over the edge uh, to get the top score that he... Had him in his team, and Steven Davis is the captain, and he's playing well for them. He's played all the minutes. I think he's he, he, you, this is the kind of thing you probably hoped you would have gotten at some point from, say, like uh, James Ward Prowse or Nathan Redmond or Dusan Tadic or any other midfielder that plays for Southampton at any point ever. Yeah. But
1: it's just not happening. Anyway. I,
0: and he gets a rebound. And is in the right place at the right time and did the right thing with it.
1: Yeah, good on him. I just want to give out at the moment. Take a moment to give a shout out to the guy who's leading our our fantasy league right now, mm-hmm. Travis. Mm-hmm. Travis had Steven Davis. He yeah. had he had Salah this week. He also had Rob Brady, Cuneguerro, uh, mm-hmm. Cedric Kolasinac, oh Anglican Kolasinac, and Gary Cahill. And just crushed it with, like, 82 points, man. Yeah, he did very well. I mean, but who, who's starting Stephen Davis? A few folks. Who's, a few. The smart ones, I guess. It's true. Kudos to you, Travis. It's true.
2: Uh, we've talked about this last week, how Southampton's defense was all that we had. Yep. And then uh, the rotation continued. Uh-huh. Jack Stevens. Stevens out this time. Yoshida back in. Wesley Hoot.
0: Still uh, in. In. Virgil van Dyke on the verge. He's oh, came I off like the bench.
2: That. It is yeah, and he I, put, I see what he did there. Yeah. On the verge. On the Virgil Van Dyke. V I R G. Yes. On the verge.
0: Beaten to death. <laughs> Ryan Bertrand and Cedric are
2: about it. Well, and I'm For, glad I own and, Cedric and,
0: then. And Forster. That's it. So yeah. when
2: I play my wild card this week, sell Toddch, not Cedric.
0: Yeah, I I think so.
2: All right. Very good. Uh,
0: Hey, hey, also, uh, look, Ruben Loftus Cheek was the one about the one bright spot for Crystal Palace, and he was
2: the new addition to Roy's lineup.
0: Well, he's been hurt, so he got he's back in. He was fatigued is the reason why he was subbed off a little early, but he was as good as anyone else. Was one of the few guys to, as some people pointed out, to take any kind of initiative. Uh, going forward does it matter right now it doesn't it can matter at least there's something
2: positive <laughs> do they need to score
0: a goal before we own any of them I think they need to do any uh, no you're if you uh, that's the thing if you own them and you can find another dollar or half dollar somewhere i guess you're it, selling but at this point the 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 purpose for owning a four and a half dollar guy in midfield was to s- not have
2: money. a $5 guy. That's true. So, and then, honestly, RLC our, our is still as good a $4.5 midfielder as there is, right? right. And Zaha get Weller
1: uh, soonest. That's not true. I'd rather have Romeo or Jack Cork over RLC. What? I um, mean, you just asked for other 4.5 midfielders, I'm just saying. He's
2: listing the ones that he bought to make himself
1: <laughs> feel better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just saying.
2: No, you're not wrong. Okay. That's a good point. Good good comment,
1: dude. I mean, they're, they're not great. I'm just saying.
2: They're $4.5 million. <laughs> they are not <laughs>
1: playing for the record-setting Crystal Palace Eagles. Oh, yeah, yikes. Okay, so I'm just saying.
2: Yikes. Um, speaking of. Oh, hey, Shane Long, too, started. Uh, yeah.
0: RIP, Mignolio Gabadini's starting. Minolio. Mignolio Harry Huliahees. Yeah, seriously. Gabadinas. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Gabadinas.
1: Are we about to move on to the next match? We yes. are
2: not, because we've got to give uh, out an award, guys. The Cameron what? Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week oh, Award yeah. this week has a gold medal, silver medal, and bronze medal winner. All in this match? S- sort of. Okay, all right. In honor of Crystal Palace breaking the record for the most minutes to start the season without a goal, it felt right to uh, give out. Very, Yes, yeah, very very.
1: This is awesome.
2: The Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week award to three gentlemen gold, silver, and bronze medal version to the top three shot takers on Crystal Palace. It just felt like the right thing to do. So, without any further ado, gentlemen. Fanfare,
0: Dave. Play the fanfare.
2: Here we go. The bronze medal Cameron Jerome Award goes to Jason Punchin. Eight shots. That's right, Jason. No goals. Well done. The silver medal Jerome award goes to Christian Benteke. Oh man, ten shots. Benteke, you're horrible. No goals. It's a lot of shots. And the gold medal for the Cameron Jerome wasteful player of the week award. The gold medal winner, none other than Andreas Townsend. Amazing. Wow. Eleven shots. Gosh. No goals. So
0: much promise. Just such. <laughs> I thought you were.
2: I thought you were going to give it to
0: collectively
1: all of the crystals. Oh. Uh, no, they the are the only positive. bright spot. Yeah, yeah exactly. But the only thing positive about going to an Eagles match is going to see the crystals at this point. <laughs> hey, this is a good time to announce uh, how thankful I am for our sponsor for, of Afrin Nose Spray that helped me mid-pod here be able to breathe. Is breath. that what all, all that banging around yes. over there was? God Great. bless. I was just trying to find something because <laughs> I realized as bad as I sounded, I was sounding worse. And I right. just wanted to breathe through my nose. Give us
2: the name again and the slogan.
0: Afrin.
1: Um uh, What's the name
2: of it? No spray.
1: Afrin. Afrin. Uh, it helps you breathe uh, quicker and than an instant. I, I we need know. to
2: work on that slogan. But yeah, sure. Very good.
1: I don't remember their. I don't remember what they paid me to say.
2: Newcastle two, Stoke one. I will say, if you own Newcastle players, you probably own at least one of the three who benefited the most from this match: Christian Atsu and Jamal Dasels with the score. Uh, with the goals that were scored, Matt Ritchie with the assists on both.
1: Who owns Christian Atsu? I would guess some S- people do. Someone, Someone in, our, in league. our league does. Yeah. Drew? Drew does. Who owns Atsu? Shame on you for owning him. You got lucky this week. I don't know. he has been. And Drew been. had a beast of a week too. Yeah, what in the world? Atsu's
2: been good. Yeah, absolutely. And for Stoke,
0: Spe- speaking of five dollar midfielders who are effective, Dave, you'd rather own Christian Atsu than. Than Oriol Remeu,
2: uh, you know Newcastle's on a bit of a, a short run right now. They're f- they're fourth. They're doing very well. They replaced Watford in the top four because one win moves you eleven are places you f- in the table right fourth? now. Fourth, yeah, they're,
0: they're yeah. one point ahead of the nineteen teams that have eight points right now. <laughs> the top of which That's is amazing.
2: Spurs. That's true. I will say, I don't know how long it's going to last. They're not going to bottom out like Huddersfield will. But I think you can get some life out of Newcastle
1: for the next few weeks. I really do. Their there upcoming matches at Brighton, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me, at Hove Albion. Why are you doing Liverpool that? Liverpool, <laughs> at Southampton, and Crystal Palace. Yeah, that's a nice. There are,
0: there are points to be had there. Absolutely. Uh, Robbie Brady continues to be the most ownable, cheap person in the entire uh, FPL. I mean, uh, Rob Elliott, okay, I was about not to say, Robbie Brady. I was about to say. Well, oh. Robbie Brady. Brady is also good. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> excellent player. Edit the fact that it's Rob Elliott continues to be one of the top, or if not the top, uh, cheap player to be owned in the FP. I own Rob Elliott. Yeah. That's it. There's nothing else here except that Shakiri's hamstring is fine and he kicked the ball That's into the That's not
1: net. true, Brian. No,
2: There is more here. There is
1: more here. No, there's not. The- Matt Ritchie had two assists. He has okay, well, five assists. Matt Ritchie's just annoying to me because he's he's annoyingly good. After I sell him, listen. Why did you sell him?
2: You were impatient. Yeah, Dave,
1: I benefited. You should have too. of sells,
2: four point six. Luka, come on, Arsenal guy.
3: <laughs>
0: stop projecting <laughs> on the on the lesser teams. Jamal LaSalle. Stop projecting
1: Lacelles.
2: on the lesser
0: teams. Luka sells. Luka Stop projecting on the superior
1: teams.
2: Hey, <laughs> it's true, it's, Newcastle's ahead of
1: Arsenal right now. It is right true, now. kudos to them. Hey, his last three games, 6-15 and an 8. Yeah, because he scored in the last two, it's not going to keep happening. It might not, but he's up on every single set piece and he's looked pretty good. New, we just went over Newcastle's schedule. It's he, not
0: terrible. He could be 2017-2018's He could score Robert three Huth. headers against Liverpool. He could be the 2017-2018 <laughs> version of Robert Hooth. Absolutely. Scott Dan.
2: Don't I, you poo-poo
1: this, Scott. There's What's his price? $4.6
2: billion. Dollars. All right, I, I'm not going to say don't buy him. I might buy him. However, don't expect those numbers moving no,
1: forward. Oh, I don't expect that every week. But, man, 6, 15, and 8 on a row, it's not like he just scored once.
2: I'd be surprised if three of the next four he scores more than five.
1: I'll take that bet with that with that lineup with that All schedule right. they're playing. Done.
0: All right. Put it on the chalkboard. On. in
1: chalkboard? You said paint. he's got to just score over five once in the next three games.
2: If he more than once,
1: he needs to score over five more than once in the next three or four games. In the next four matches. In the next four matches. Yeah, over five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Done. All right. Done.
2: Uh, I do have my manager quote of the week to give out from this match. So if, if I can make a little bit of a detour real quick. Yeah. Uh, before I talk about Shakiri's hamstring one more time. Great. Uh, the manager quote of the week this week comes from Rafa Benitez. Uh, passive aggressive isn't the right term for this, but I don't really understand what he's doing based on the quote that I have to read to you. So l- let, me, let me just read it first. The fans, when you win so many games in a row, they are excited and thinking about Europe. For me, it is one game at a time. I get what he's saying. For me, it's one game. He, he, that's the right approach—one game at a time. But to even introduce Europe five matches into the season might be a bit presumptuous for the Newcastle manager. Did he have surgery this week? <laughs> yes. Oh, last week I think. Yeah. Maybe it was He uh, missed last week's match. Maybe it was surgery break. Well, he sort of missed it. I don't know if you noticed his uh his number one. Assistant was wearing headphones on the sideline and on the touchline. Excuse me, and uh, and that was Benitez speaking to him during the match in his ears. So it was.
1: What did he have surgery on his groin?
0: <laughs> okay, Shakiri kicked <laughs> another ball into the Ryan
2: net. I just walked right over that statement. Dave, Shakiri,
0: so. all he does is kick the ball from a long ways away, and it keeps on going in the net. Now
2: listen, listen. It, it's autumn. He scored his goal. Now let's move on.
1: See me in December when he scores again.
0: He's gonna blow his hamstring out. One of these. No guys, one. one these I swear,
1: days. swear my life. If anyone goes, here's his pod. Goes and buys Shakiri. God bless that guy. Plays one game, scores once. He won't. You won't see him again for three more. He's a good player, but he just never plays. Stokes he, a funny team. Stokes, Stokes an interesting team, man. I don't know what to make of them.
0: Ryan Shawcross was not there. Neither was Jeff Cameron. Shawcross should be back. Uh, he'll break. He'll probably be one of those late fitness test guys and.
2: We won't know whether or not he's on the field until the morning of. Dave, you'll be uh, pleasantly, no, that's the wrong word. You'll be uh, unsurprised to learn that uh, Rafa Benitez was having complications, an infection following a hernia surgery last year. It
0: was groins. I think it was
2: last year, in the past. Complications following hernia surgery. Bournemouth 2 brighton won this truly started the weekend and you know after the first 45 minutes it wasn't so bad yes it was it was terrible andrew sermon jermaine defoe jermaine defoe yeah who for bournemouth solly march for brighton double who yeah seriously and that's all we've got except brian yeah, well, it's we've not been... completely it. All right, Dave, give us some nugget of wisdom. No, I'm gonna.
1: am not. I'm gonna wait till after Brian goes. Okay, Brian. we will we'll probably cover the nugget that I was gonna give.
2: This is not really a how to say because we've said this guy's name before. True. But there's still a lot of intrigue,
1: right, Dave? I, yeah, intrigue. I need to know who Grob is. <laughs> no. Or Grobe. This week Grob I'll say. That's yeah, we're Jeff on now, right? right?
0: This yes. was the How to Say this week. Is there going to be music for this?
2: Um,
1: probably. What I'm, do you want, Brian? I, mean, I want... Do something?
0: I want the song <laughs> Looking for Freedom by David
3: Hasselhoff. No way. I mean, hold but, on. Listen. Hold
0: on. Canadian-born comedian Norm Macdonald established many years ago what we all know in our hearts to be true, <laughs> that Germans <laughs> love David Hasselhoff. <laughs> It's been true ever since. <laughs> You've had plenty of German footballer talk, <laughs> but hardly any Norm Macdonald or David Hasselhoff talk. Well, that changes tonight. Wait,
2: do we need to like pause here and let this play for a while? Or whatever time of day it is that you're listening to. I don't know if Dave is going to do it or not. David you Hasselhoff. Know I, you know I can't hear it in my headphones. David Hasselhoff has never been on our pod and probably never will again. We need to give him like the full amount of necessary time. That his cameo appearance in our pod deserves.
1: You just you just dragged it out long enough. I think we just heard enough of it. This camera. week's
2: how to say will teach us very little.
0: <laughs> Honestly, come on. So if you tune out for a minute or two, I can't even blame you for it. This Brighton and/or Hove midfielder is none other than Pascal Gross.
2: Wait, is that it?
0: The second most transferred in player this week. Who's grabbing? wrong? Second most transferred in player this week. Terrible. Where there may be some confusion is in Dave's brain, or the fact that the <laughs> FPL has that odd little capital B-looking symbol at the end of his life. It's like tilted a little bit, right? Well, sit back and let ol' how-to-say deep tissue massage your mind with some knowledge oil.
3: <laughs> that
0: symbol is the German grapheme for the eset, or the sharpest.
3: <laughs> Hold on.
0: What? Can you say that sentence again? That symbol is the German grapheme for the ä, or the sharpest s,
2: or the sharp s as we might say in God's language, English. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. There are more words in that sentence I didn't understand. Dave,
0: don't you dare try <laughs> to spell any of those without asking first. And Hopefully don't we put
2: them in the title. Yeah.
0: It is the equivalent to a double S sound. There is no difference in pronunciation, just in the usage. That symbol is used in German following long vowel sound. So I know it's not anything it's not anyone's favorite thing to talk about the letters SS when you're talking about the Germans. So I just need to mention that at least least two of the members of this podcast are (laughs) anti-Nazi. As if this hold on, hold on. What are you implying? As if this wasn't fun enough already. Fun fact that symbol it comes from the old style of writing a long S and a rounded Z. Anyone Especially Americans who have seen an old document like the American Constitution, for example, mm. will know what a long S looks like because it almost looks like a lowercase F. It's those really tall, weird-looking S's that show up in old, old, uh, like 18th-century documents that are in there. I mean, I'm sure it's all over. The place. Anyone who learned how to write in cursive knows what a rounded Z looks like. Those two symbols just kind of merge together. To form the Sharpest S So and it's pronounced Gross And that's where Pascal Gross comes from That's it oh, okay. It's Pascal no. Gross That's it well, no, There's that's, nothing about it it's like If you were German We wouldn't even be Talking about this Because you'd already Know what it is
1: man, We're not so German it's just, like, I just wonder like Why didn't In, in one of German's like, Most legendary Players of all time Closer. Why didn't? Why wasn't his last name spelled like Kloba? Because he doesn't have. He doesn't need two s's. But it's the same sounds, you know, for Gross and Close, right? But no. Grossa doesn't no. have an e at the end.
2: Oh. Yeah, yeah, Dave. Look, you're German. No, Brian. Here's what I want to know. Pascal Gross is
0: still not worth buying. When he was at Ingolstadt in the Bundesliga last uh-huh. year, okay, he created 95 chances. It's true. Which you guessed it was the best of all Bundesliga's. <laughs> he has scored or been involved. Is this your? Is this your tidbit, Dave? No, he has yes, scored yes. or been involved in all four of Hove's or Brighton's goals so don't far. Give
2: in to Dave's thing, Pascalfi Grosserdson.
1: <laughs> Scott. Why? I don't know why. You, did you not hear that Bundesliga stat? Yeah, did, I heard it. That is a fantastic stat. Though, this guy is going to adjust to the league and just continue to get better and better. Though He's, I would highly doubt he has
0: another 18 like he had sure. two weeks ago. Agreed. 7 doesn't seem like a far-fetched number for him to get to. Right? Yeah,
2: uh-huh. Uh-huh, sure. Who was it again? Against
0: the worst team in the league, uh-huh, other than Crystal Palace. Yep,
2: and prior to that West Brom. Who is not the West Brom yet that we are
1: familiar with yeah, defensively? But good. you're not you're not using the same logic when you say, "Well, who's United scoring against, or who's City scoring against?" No, because
2: they transcend opponent. But it doesn't matter. Quality. Like it absolutely matters when you're when you're an attacking
1: threat for Brighton. Understood. I'm just saying, it's not like he's just come. He's not. He is not. Etienne kapoing his way into score sheets. He is a proven record, maybe not in this league, but he's pro- he's a proven player, and he and I think the more time that goes on, he's going to show it. Mm-hmm. I
0: don't know that he. I mean, it was hundreds of thousands. I mean, it was almost two hundred fifty thousand people that bought him in a chasing in a, eighteen ha- points in a heartbeat. But I mean, that is good eighteen, and then an assist to
2: follow it up Seven. immediately afterwards. I you mean, I I, about get, that. I get owning him, but um, he's got Newcastle at home you might see something there. I because for, I mean, Brighton I, at home is legit. And then they go to Arsenal. Are you going to tell me that I really should play him among my other four midfielders
1: at Arsenal?
2: No! I'd love
1: to think that Arsenal is this great wall of defense, but I mean some days are great and some days are not. I mean, I, it,
0: Pascal Gross is the one who gets, to me, the fantasy minus half point this week. His antics in this match were Bush <laughs> wow
3: <laughs> that
0: was trash man he got kicked at some point on on their attacking end right and laid there for like four minutes motionless so that even john champion and color man during the match i don't remember who that was it was
1: sorry uh, color man who was it you know who it was? come on scott you always come on who's the guys out always, of your rear end
0: guy john champion they pointed know. it out. They just said he's still laying back there motionless. Cherries didn't, you know, they didn't stop, R- official didn't yeah. stop the match. Cherries didn't stop attacking. It was the buildup after he laid there that led to the first Bournemouth goal. Wow. Dumb,
2: dumb, dumb. I hope you prove your point, Pascal. Here's what I want to know When can I buy a Brighton kit that has the Charmus S on the back of it? Sharfus. Mm. Sharf, Sharfus shamu
0: s i don't yeah. know go to germany oh, i'll bet it's in there hey boy is it good to be an attacking midfielder if you play for the cherries last season josh king junior stanislaus ryan fraser jordan ibe man now.
1: what has happened
0: i don't know what's happened josh Too king scored this- josh king scored the winner uh today i know but man did that was that ruining your life that you now that you know that no, but, I mean, Junior Stanislaus played. He started today. He's officially off the injury report. So I, What injury report? Well, whatever injury report there is, if there is one. Uh, he's probably back this week. Uh, Ryan Fraser is, I mean, I feel like those guys, I feel like everyone's going to get rotated. The thing is, Eddie Howe said of Jordan Ibe this week, following the match, that he's a player of immense promise. That he's extremely talented and that he's different from anyone else we have. Sure, yeah, that's right. So, I mean, I guess unless he means that in everyone's a special snowflake
3: kind of way. Mm, uh, I I
0: feel
2: like that's pretty high praise for a guy that's 4.9. No, that that he's 4.9 because of what he's done to this point for Bournemouth. Right. He has the potential to be Amazing. He has the potential to be the best player on Bournemouth.
0: Eddie Howe just said that he, he. I think the way he said it exactly was, everyone forgets how young this guy is, and and he just and he's still learning. He's still kind of finding his way. And he was, I mean, the back heel. Oh, brilliant! Was amazing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, He looked great. I mean, even if it was as a sub, I mean, he was the difference. Dave, trivia question for you.
1: Yeah, sure. I love these.
2: Who's the club record signing for Bournemouth?
1: Um, <clears throat> Defoe
2: Come on, man The answer's obvious Jordan It's Ibe. Jordan Ibe Jordan, yeah. Jordan Ibe And at some point He's gonna live up to that potential West Brom nil West Ham nil The Western Derby Sees no goals Nothing to see here A lot of, Good night a lot night of, every- of 0-0 games this week Nine of the 20 clubs Did not score Good night, everybody Play the music, Dave No Aaron Cresswell Come on, Brian. Aaron Cresswell
0: finished with two bonus points. Okay. He was in the team of the week this week. Aaron Cresswell. Aaron Cresswell. That's it. Did you buy him? No, I'm a chicken. Oh, <laughs> man.
1: You would have got, what, nine points from him this week? I'm
2: telling you, man. He's good. Yeah, I just wish West Ham were. I, can't,
1: I, can't, I know, man. I want West Ham to be better than they are and and – I think they'll eventually will be.
0: I couldn't do it. I had more. I had more pressing needs than to add a five dollar
2: defender to yeah. my team. Yeah. yeah. Plus, they host Spurs this week. Yeah. Bad, bad time to buy.
0: I, I don't. Is it? You never know. I. I Spurs don't.
2: on the road? Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> By the way, I said that the fantasy, my fantasy half point, would come out at the end of the pod. Okay. Here we are. Okay. And we haven't heard it yet. I've got to give a half-point bonus to Pedro Obiang for for trying that 45-yard shot that bounced off of the crossbar. It was stunning, even in its inaccuracy.
1: I, I did not see it. Was it the Gilfie Sigurdsson in the Europa League match shot? Uh, about the same or length. Was the Charlie Adams shot on Chelsea a few, like a couple years ago?
2: About the same spot. It was just, uh, it was, it was a little bit more centered than Gilfie's. Uh, it was just to the left of center. Okay. And he saw the goalkeeper was off his line just a little bit. And he went he gave for it, a whirl. it. And it went off the crossbar. It looked ridiculous. One of those was like, no, no, no. And it was like, oh, I almost made that. Uh, it was stunning for the attempt. For the, uh, the size of the cojones that it took to take that attempt, Pedro Obian gets an extra half point.
1: Hagazi continues to score points. Man, he played. He played. Yeah, we'll we see. were worried about this, him, but he this, played.
2: This is the week, though. McCauley was on the bench, right? <laughs> yeah. McCauley was McCauley, on the bench.
1: Uh, there is no one
0: listed. There is no one of consequence for West Bromwich Albion that is, uh, that is listed on their injuries.
1: So we'll find out this week This so is the week. that's worth. Uh, Manuel
0: Lanzini is out until at least the international break. Who cares? Was anyone playing? I'm just him? saying it's just one of those guys. That's, you just want to throw him out. When, there. You just, when when he's out there and you're he's right. healthy, he's important for them. It's just an, another guy. Just could mean more time for IU you know, or now that uh, what's his face is off suspension.
1: Make sure that you're playing.
2: Goon. Make sure you're playing the West Ham moment music. Oh, at this oh okay. point in the pod okay. Does that
1: need to be a new. Brian can get listen. his, his Cresswell and <laughs> listen
2: and, something with bubbles in it. And Marco Arnatovich
0: <laughs> is office suspension. He he came off the bench this
1: just in time. I want man, come on, West Ham, get it together, man. I want you to be better than that. Thanks. That what? should do it. All right, there's hardly anything else to say. All right, well, that uh, we made it to the end of the pod. Scott, where can people find us quickly? <sighs> I don't know. Fair Tweet enough. me, Tweet fantasy me soccer at, F- at, at Pascalfi Grosserdson. There's <laughs> no way. There's no way that it, that exists. No, it needs to, and that needs to happen. We need to do it. FantasySoccerFC.com. Yeah. At fantasy soccer FC on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, I think we sometimes we do stuff on our Facebook page. Oh,
2: we post our podcasts. Yeah, sure. Lists.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hey listen, for uh for the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast, this is Sick David Smith. Until next time.